Hello and welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I am a youth group leader and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker and youth leader, Tom French. Hello. Hello. Did you like hey, that? I, was, I, I wrote that an lovely. intro. Yeah, yeah. I was really impressed. Did you, um, do you have that actually written down on a piece of paper? Yeah, well, no, I put it on my phone because oh. I'm not going to lose that as easily as a piece of paper. <laughs> that's, but that's, let that no one sense. say that I do not respond to critique. There you go. Can I um, also bring up something from a previous episode? Mm. You said that I write theology books. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, they're theology adjacent. And then I was reflecting, I was like, if anyone writes theology books in on this podcast, it's you. Like, you have... Like, What Happens When I Die is your book, and How Do I Know That Christianity is True, and, uh, you know, your other ones. Who am I? <laughs> Why do I matter? These are, like, the literal questions that theologians ask. You're, you are Mr. Theology. I feel like surely any time we're writing a book about, like, God and the Bible and stuff, it is likely to include some theology. If it's yeah. not, we should probably knock it off. Yeah, but if if we're going to, like you know, classify ourselves in terms of where we'd be in the Bible college department, according to our books. Mm. I'd be somewhere around, like, biblical studies. Well, I think be... I'd be apologetics. Okay, yeah, it could be apologetics. Yeah. Or theology, Any... one of the two. Mm. <laughs> anyway, today is a very special birthday edition of the podcast, Tom. It's our third episode, our third podcast birthday. So, happy podcast birthday. Thank you very much. Happy birthday to you also. Thank you. I look forward to wishing you a happy birthday next week. <laughs> Speaking of it's birthdays. Just, it's a very festive podcast. Um, you had your birthday at youth group on Friday. How'd it go? Yeah, it was great. Um, it was actually really lovely. Our um, uh, our pastor and his wife organized some uh, easy ways for the youth to express their gratitude, and they included <laughs> a card for everyone to not so subtly sign while they told me I couldn't come into the church hall for about 15 <laughs> minutes while they came in one at a time. Um, and also a cake with a cardboard cutout of my face on it and 38 candles, one for every year of my life. So uh, I felt thoroughly celebrated. Uh, it was, that was a good cake. I, uh, Appreciate it on your Instagram. Yeah, well, you can also, um, and I guess we might get into this later, but it only really deserves a brief 12-second thing, but uh, we did make the duck cakes um, from the Women's Weekly Cookbook, mm. and also um, on my Instagram somewhere, there is a reel that you can go and look up, and it has the duck cake. So anyone <laughs> who is curious, um, the audio-only version is... Mixed results. <laughs> anyway, how was youth group for you last Friday? Uh, it was uh, it was good. We had um, it was like our first time without the parents there, mm. obviously, and so we had a pretty good turnout of kids. I think like twenty or so, which is a lot more than what we were getting last year. Like twenty would have been a big week, and I think it's going to be an average week for us. Cool. And so that was pretty exciting, but I was a bit nervous about it because. I was like, oh, I don't know how we're going to go with less leaders, more kids. Um, but we had, like, the kids themselves were really, like, easy to kind of, they fit in with what's going on really well. They were 
like excited to be there, but they weren't like mucking up, which, you know, even if they were mucking up, we'd have them. But, um, you know, it's nice to just be like, oh, everyone's excited to be here and it's not hard to manage. I get a bit more feedback when I talk because the kids are, you know, excited to banter with me, which is nice. One of the things I appreciate about youth group preaching compared to church preaching. The heckling. um, Yeah, we uh, also did a thing where I... We, we we used to do small groups every second week, but I was like, we don't really get enough space to build those relationships. So we've got 15 minutes on any week where we're not doing a small group Bible study. So 15 minutes just to check in and pray for each other. So we all set timers, and uh, and we've had 15 minutes to sit together. The first thing that happened was, I was like, if anyone uh, has a phone or something to set a timer, go grab it. And all the kids just kind of ran away and disappeared and all came back and pulled out phones. And before this happened, I was like, oh, we've, we've got a pretty low smartphone take-up in our youth group. After this, I was like, we have a very high smartphone take-up, but they don't pull them out at youth group for some reason, like, which is great. So, that is great, because yeah. I'd say we have a 100% smartphone take-up at my youth group and a 100% smartphone, smartphone usage rate as well. Yeah. So... um I'm glad for you that you don't have that issue, and I would love to know any secrets you have for well, I, building I have that culture. None because I didn't even put any effort into building that culture. Because, like, well, we don't have smartphones, so we don't have to put that much effort into that. But it turns out, it just happened organically somehow. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and I did a talk about how Jesus is our greatest teacher. Uh, from the part in the Sermon on the Mount, which is, talks about the wise man building his house upon the rock and the foolish man building his house on the sand. And, uh, yeah, that was that was the night. Cool. Do, we, do, we, do I reflect now on the stuff we've learned, or do we, like, ask what, each other? Why don't you? Go ahead. <laughs> reflect away. Well, I, I think the thing I was reflecting on most for this one is the talk that I gave was probably like I would say it was about a 60% as good as it could have been. Like it wasn't a disaster. I said pretty much all the things I wanted to say, but it also was not nearly as tight or as well mm. put together as I wanted it to be. And, and I don't, I haven't solved the problem, but I find doing a talk on a Friday much more difficult than preaching on a Sunday, just because of like the rhythm of the week. Mm. Like, like when I'm speaking on a Sunday, I know that, like, if I start work on it on a Monday, then I know when I've got to get each thing done by. And I've always got this dream of having it finished by Friday, but I never, almost never do. But I also know that I've got Saturday, where even if I'm up till like 4 a.m., which I'm, I'm not these days. When I was younger and uh, less good at writing sermons, I would sometimes be up really late. But I know I've got that kind of buffer there that's like, you know, I can get it done before I turn mm-hmm. up to church in the morning. But Friday, we've got this hard deadline at 6 p.m. So that that's when I'm meeting with my leaders. And I also have this thing that the, my work days, Friday is is one of the, the big days for writing. And so I try and do all my work beforehand. I was really prepared this time. I had most of my preparation work done by Tuesday. Got to Friday and still didn't get the, the kind of work done that I wanted to get done on the Friday because um, I don't really want to do the work on the Friday, but just the, the week worked out mm. that way. Anyway, I just haven't figured out how to do a better talk on a Friday. It's always a little bit hit and miss. That's a reflection, but it's not a 
I got no solutions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I hear you. Like for me, it's um, partly just because I it's the end of the school week, mm. and so getting to the end of the last day of the school week and then pulling up and being like, okay, got to deliver a talk. I find and like it is because of just the the busyness and the nature of my week a bit hit and miss whether I'm like really prepared or just kind of prepared whereas like on Mondays which is my other like regular talk time because I do chapel at school Mm. it's always like first thing in the week I feel fresh I feel ready to go so it's interesting I think one of the good things is that on Friday if it's good um I am probably more grateful because it is more abundantly clear to me that anything of any value that's happening is because of God working um, in and through my weak efforts because they feel extra weak sometimes on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just like the nature of it, you know, like when when you're in this kind of like week in, week out thing, like it's all happening in the middle of our real lives. And so, you know, some of them, you might feel like you knock them out of the park and some of them you might feel like you don't. But it's always amazing to me that the ones that I walk away being like nailed it, no one ever speaks of them again. <laughs> and then the ones that I walk away being like, oh, sorry, God, that was a mess. Are the ones that like three years later, some kid comes up and is like, hey, so you remember when you said this? That really had an impact on me. And so it just, yeah, it's a good reminder for me anyway that like it's not actually about me. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, why that is, but like, like, is it a, is it an unwritten theological truth that if you do a bad talk, it's more likely to be useful? Because <laughs> so many people say that they're like, oh, the good ones, no one talks about the bad ones. That's when God seems to do something. Yeah, and I don't think that's like a universal truth because I think like it's really important to for us to be doing the best possible job that we can. Like, I don't think the principle here is like just do bad talks because they're God's favorite. <laughs> like, I think we have a responsibility to to do the absolute best job that we can, and yet our competence is, I think, not the determining factor. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I still, how all that stuff fits together, I'm still not quite sure. But um, anyway, my encouragement to you, not that you asked for it, is <laughs> I'm sure it was better than you thought. And even if it wasn't, maybe some kid will come up to you in five years and say, I became a Christian that night and I, I forgot so. to tell you. Yeah. So anyway. Um, great. Tell me about your youth group. Oh, uh, yeah. So in case it wasn't clear earlier, I didn't just have a birthday party um there was like a talk and stuff um actually i have a question for you have you told your youth group leaders that we have a youth group podcast (laughs) no i haven't i am because i decided i should um because as much as we um you know try and anonymize things and like not like you know we're not here to call anyone out or to like you know identify somebody personally but i also felt like we're three episodes in we're at the point where if they found out that we were doing a podcast about youth group about our youth group specifically we're nearing the zone where it's like 
you could have told us that. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that as a rebuke to you. I was saying that just to like, you know, to myself, I felt like I should do it. So I've told them and none of them protested. So we're back this week. Um, but I say all that because um, this is the first one that we've done where I didn't give the talk. And so our um, assistant pastor did the talk and it was solid um and you know that wasn't all the lead up to saying it's bad but at least i told him i was going to say this but like it was actually it was a good talk um and the reason i say it was to say it was like nice particularly on my birthday to like just be able to chill back a bit like i ran the game but somebody else did the talk and so that was good one thing um that i was reflecting on particularly as you were talking about setting a timer is maybe I should set some more timers for our small groups because inevitably one thing that we run into um, is that some of the groups just go way longer than others. And that's <laughs> fine um, until it's not fine. Um, it's fine when there's not a thing at the other end. Like, for instance, this time it was um, cutting my birthday cake so that all the kids could eat some before they went home. And I came out at like 25 past eight and one of the other leaders was like, so 10 past eight, huh, Chris? <laughs> um, so that was on me. Um, but it did make me think if only there was some way to coordinate time um, and maybe a timer <laughs> could fill that yeah. void. Um, so that was one thing us. I've uh, been reflecting on. Um the other thing is just, um, I don't think I said it this uh, last episode, but the well, one thing that I've been really just thinking hard about is just the importance of prayer. Like, I find it very easy. Like, my personality is like a, a doing things personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been really, like, over the last few months, actually been thinking about, like, how important it is to just be praying for the youth. And so um, I'm trying to make a point of doing that every day if I can, or at least like most days, just like kind of running down my mental list of all of our youth and praying for them because Mm. um, it doesn't feel like the most urgent thing a lot of the time when I'm getting ready for youth group, but I'm convinced that it's the most important thing. So um, keep asking me if I'm doing it and I'll I'll let you know as the weeks go on. We we have a question every week in our leaders debrief, which is how did you prepare for youth group this week? And that's been challenging for me just to make sure that I'm regularly praying because I know mm. that that question's coming and I want to be able to say I prayed, not mm. just because I, uh, you know, it's good for my pride, um, but really because, like you said, I think it's, you know, it's the most important thing we can be doing. And uh, if I say that, I need to be doing it. And so, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. Well, is there anything else? Oh, we need to talk about next week, Tom. Yeah, what's Because that's next the other week? thing we do on this podcast. Um, next week at our youth group, we are talking about hope and um, how Jesus brings real hope that is uh, powerful enough to get us through even the most difficult times of suffering. 
um, which I'm doing that talk, so no pressure. Um, <laughs> I feel like all of these topics that we're doing this term set a pretty high bar, um, but I, I have some thoughts. It's all still coming together, um, and we'll let you know next week what happens there. And we're also doing inflatable games, which is one of our pretty regular um activity categories because if you get a couple of big inflatable hoops um there's very little you can't do on the youth group games front so (laughs) that's our plan we should do an episode where we just share games (laughs) that would be i feel like we've done a little bit of it each yeah i wouldn't i want to know about inflatable games but we don't have time but uh sure Maybe next. Mm. Maybe next week. Maybe in the holidays we can do a, a games ideas special to um, to let both of our listeners in on some ideas about um, <laughs> how they might like to run games next term at their youth group. How about you, Tom? What are you doing next week or this week? We are, it's a small group week, so we're going to have dinner together and then have small groups together. That's pretty much the whole thing. Oh, we're actually going to um, going to test out during dinner to stop for some point and do some announcements and answer a big question that the kids might be asking. I think we've got one left over from last year that we had a whole uh, session on big questions. So we'll probably, we'll do that and then we'll do Bible study and we'll be on the passage from this week. So it'll be last week. So it'll be um, Jesus, our greatest teacher. We're going to do that study and then see what happens. It's a pretty simple week, but Cool. Be good. I like the double week thing that you guys do. I am keen to hear about that in more detail at some point too. Um, but in the meantime, we are up to minute number 18 of our 15-minute podcast. Um, and so if you have got any questions, again, not you, Tom, you can just ask me, but anybody else, you can email us at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and if you do, you might be the first person ever to send us an email. So won't that be exciting? If you would like that honor, um, the weeks are running out for you to do that. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, Tom, um, if people want to contact you, where can they do that? TomFrench.com.au. That's uh, my home on the internet. Fabulous. What about you, Chris? Uh, it is ChrisMorphew.com. And also, I have a weird last name, so you can just Google it and you'll find um, a range of not very flattering photos and also my website. So, there you go. Perfect. Um, On that note, I may have written an intro, but I did not write an outro. So, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, See you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.